Charles Tillman, welcome to Behind the Fiction. Hi, Steve. Glad to be here. It is a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to hear your voice. Uh, you and I met at 20 Books Vegas last year, and yes. um, I, I got I got really used to hearing your voice, and that's where I first learned that you were going to be writing with LMBPN. And at that time, so this was nine months ago, at what stage were you in the process? I had pretty much completed the first book by then. Um, had it out with Tracy Burns, who's one of my alpha readers, and also doing some edits on it for me. So I was done with that one and had started on book two. All right. And the first book is being published. It is, it'll, it'll be published on June 26th. The title of the first book is Reprisal. When you, yes. when you started writing the first book, what did you think about the idea of it actually going out into the world and, um, you know, and this being part of a three book series? I didn't really know what I thought. This is the first time I've ever jumped into something this big. And let me tell you, writing a character that five other authors whom I love and respect have already written is intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you're, so we're talking about Akio. I mean, this yes. is... The, the series title is Akio Revelations. For people who are familiar with the Cartharian Gambit, you know the story of Akio. But for people who are maybe new to the Cartharian universe, um, who is Akio and, and why was this so intimidating? Um, Akio is a vampire. He's, for the ones that know, he's one of Bethany Ann's personal guard, a queen's bitch. For the ones that don't know, he's also a 500-year-old samurai warrior who was turned into a vampire and worked for the bad guys for several centuries until Gabriel freed him and his brothers from the clutches of the Forsaken and invited them to join the good guys, which is Bethany Ann's vampires and werewolves and assorted people. And you mentioned um, he he being a part of the Queen's bitches. The Queen, for those of you who don't know, is is Bethany Ann, and she's sort of, I mean, she's the central figure of the Cartharian universe. So why did you decide you had written in as part of a fans' right anthology um, a couple of years ago? in the Orisaran universe. So why did you decide, I, I want my first full-length book to be in the Cartharian universe? Uh, Michael decided this was <laughs> going to be a full-length book. My intentions were to write a fanfic short story about Akio. And I approached Michael about it in 2018 at Vegas, actually. Uh -huh. um, and our versions of this differ just a little bit, <laughs> but what I heard Michael say was, yeah, I like, I, I think that would be all right. Send me 30,000 words and let's see what you got. Well, I had just submitted the very first thing I had ever written for other people to read, which was my Orsaren short story. And, uh, well, I, I exited that conversation pretty quick. <laughs> But I thought about it a few months, and I guess in April, 
of 19, I reached out to Michael and we talked a little bit. And, you know, for those that don't know, Akio is Michael's character. He created him. So that's why I was asking Michael for permission to write him. Well, I got in touch with Michael and said, hey, I think I want to give this a try. So he was a lot more reasonable the second time. Send me a thousand words. Let's see what you got. I sent him that and then he said, okay, do me some more and let's see how it tests in beta. Uh, the beta readers got it and a few months later, it was a full length novel. Um, took longer to do it than I thought it did, but as I mentioned, five other people have written Akio in several different series in the Catherian Gambit. And I had to read all of those books to get what I needed. Yeah, because I wanted to, I, I had to follow the canon of what was already written. So I reread 22 books, something like that, to get where I could start writing this. <laughs> Well, how did you, let's take a, let's take several steps back. How did you first get involved with Michael and the worlds of the Cartharian universe and the Orsarian universe? Um, I've been an avid reader forever. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people before eBooks were around, I would have a book in every room. I would be reading three or four books at a time. So when the, ebooks came around um, my wife gave me an ultimatum get a kindle or <laughs> else because she was tired of books being all over the house and i found saw michael's ad on facebook uh for his first ones mm -hmm. now uh, something along the lines of everything you know about where's the vampires is wrong uh, dot 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 and i looked at the ad a few times and didn't click on the book, and then one day I was looking for something to read and said, well, let's see what this guy's got. Uh, well, about halfway through the first book, yeah, Michael had me hooked. <laughs> and I guess I was reading the third or fourth one and sent Michael a message in Messenger. You know, I, in the back of the book, it's joined my Facebook and all that, so I did all of that. Well, I hadn't even turned away and I get a ding, and my God, the author of this book just answered me. <laughs> uh, so we got to talking and, you know, chatting online, off and on. Then I met him at 20 Books Vegas after the uh, call for the fans right went out. And you know, I had never thought about doing writing before in my life. But uh, after meeting the people at 20 Books, meeting the folks involved in Catherian Gambit or Saren, some of the other stuff, yeah, I found my people. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. So what advice would you give to people out there who have been thinking about writing their first book for a long time? I, which I'm, I'm guessing that you, in the back of your mind, for several years were thinking, you know, I'd like to try it sometime. What advice would you give to those people? Research your subject. Get your words down. Finish your book. Finish that it. Easy. That easy, Finish huh? It. Yes. <laughs> Stick with it. Finish it. You know, it, and it's not easy. Uh, anybody that tells you this is easy, uh, don't believe them. But it is the most fun I have ever had working. 
All right. Speaking of working, you are you're kind of on a second career now. This is writing is going to going to be a third career for you. Uh, what's what do you bring from your work history into your writing? Uh, well, 27 years of law enforcement. That was my first retirement. Um, uh-huh. Also spent several years as a loadmaster on C-130 airplanes in the National Guard. Uh, have that and working for the federal government and Homeland Security for the last 12 years. Wow. That's, that's all I'm going to say about that one. <laughs> uh, I'll be retiring from it in a little over a year. And then you'll be writing all the time. Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, all right. Traveling and writing. Yes, traveling and writing. Um, you brought your wife uh, to 20 Books last year, had the opportunity to meet her. I love the interaction that you that you two have. And I can just picture her saying, because my wife is exactly the same. It's like we really don't need books all over the house. We really don't need another bookshelf. Can't you get rid of some of these things? And the answer is no, I can't get rid of my books. What are you but talking mine, about? That's my precious, crazy. my pretty. <laughs> these are my books, yes. <laughs> you can get rid of my clothes. You can get rid of my shoes. You can get rid of all this other stuff, but not my books. No, uh, I still have them there in boxes, out of sight, out of mind. I know where they are. All right, so what's you, you, you've gone through the process of writing the first book, but before you even got very far along in writing the first book, uh, I'm sure you had the conversation with Michael that's like, you know, we don't really do one book. We, we do a series. Um, I actually, I think I was the one that threw that out. Cause okay. I, as I got to going, I realized that Akio is a complex character. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff that I've seen on the Facebook groups. People wanting to know about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to know about him. Well, cool. Michael let me tell his story. And I think people are going to like it because, you know, he had a life before he met Bethany Ann. Uh, you know, there's, he, he's a very serious character most of the time, has a very dry sense of humor. Uh, when he shows any humor at all, you know, and obviously there's some stuff that's happened in his life that's made him like he is. And how did you dig that out of this character? Because it wasn't there. It wasn't in, you know, all of that backstory wasn't there. So you had to, you just sort of had to understand him well enough to do this. Mm, Yeah. Um, And there were some little, I guess you can call them Easter eggs, just little things that I picked up in Michael's writing and Craig's writing and Ellie's writing and Nat's writing. <laughs> yeah, um, and that, you know, there, there was some something, some things that happened to him that made him kind of a dark horse character. Yeah, because this is a guy that will just as soon kill you as look at you. So, you know, I did a lot of research into 15th, 16th century Japan. Uh, you know, I tried to make it fun, but make it as real as I could. And mm-hmm. in doing some of that reading, uh, along with, I'm, 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 I sound like I'm dancing around, but I don't want to do spoilers on the book. Well, yes, and that that's a, that's a good idea. I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler, not on the book, 
just on what people think of it. Because as you said, there have been a number of beta raters who, who read this book, and I've talked to several of them, and they loved it. And then it went through our JIT process. And for people who don't know, the JIT team is uh, just-in-time readers. They're generally the last people who see a book before it goes out. And everybody that's read it loves it. That's what I've heard, too. And I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm, I'm on top of the moon with this, Steve, no doubt. It's not um, easy to go into write in somebody else's universe and to get the fans of that universe who are the, really the biggest, many of the biggest fans of the universe to say, I really like this. Well, I'm one of those fans. Yes. Before I was, before I ever jumped off anything, I was a beta reader. I'm still a JIT reader. Even when I'm writing this, I'll jump in on somebody else's in JIT because that's important. That's how LMBTN delivers the quality product that it puts out for everybody is because there's a lot of people behind the scenes working on these books. Yes, and that's one of the reasons we're able to produce books so quickly, which is what our readers really like. They don't like waiting six months between books. So let's talk about the release schedule for the series. Um, if you're listening to this around the time of the first book release, that will be on the 26th. A week later is book two. And then three weeks later, I think, is um, book three. I think so. I, I, I have learned don't hold yourself real tight with release schedules because they change. Yes. So, yes. Uh, but, and, and, and of that's course, the, that's the, the plan the, as of today. And if, if the gods of Amazon are, are working with oh. us and, and uh, release the book on time. So the, the, the planned release schedule, June 26th, July 3rd. So something to read for that 4th of July weekend. And uh, June or July 24th, all Fridays. Traditional Criterion Gambit release days. Um, and I've told a story here that's a story like I would want to read. So... I believe that I've got something that the other fans will enjoy. Well, Charles, congratulations. This is a mammoth accomplishment to, to be releasing the, the first book, your first full-length book, the first of three, and the others are all, they're written, they're done. You're just kicking back now and, and thinking about I'm, what's coming next. I'm putting the finishing touches on three. Uh, it's going to be the biggest one of the bunch because it's closing out. All of the stuff that I started in one and two, so well, it's going to be a little bigger. I think it's sitting at about 75,000 words now, and I've got another couple of chapters to do. All right. Well, this is, this is going to be a fun series. Uh, we're so excited for you, so happy for you. And uh, for the fans out there, we're happy for you too because you're really going to enjoy this series. Charles, thank you so much for being with us on Behind the Fiction. Thank you, Steve, and I hope to do it again soon. And we will link contact information for Charles so that you can test him and see if he replies as quickly as Michael did the first time he messaged Michael. So that's a, that's a test. We'll have that information in the show notes. So thank you all very much for listening, and we will be back again soon. Thanks.